Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Wolves Fancast. David Evans here on the podcast this week. Do the people joining me? Richard Hobbs. Hello everyone. Ben Husband. Hello. And Gully as well with us as well. How you doing? He's decided to come back for another week. <laughs> After the first appearance. Success. It wasn't as bad of an experience as other people have found it. <laughs> <laughs> Naming no names. Uh, on the podcast this week, we're going to talk about the game against Sheffield United. Uh, preview the game against QPR. And we'll do Twitter Corner as well. Firstly, new feature, email corner. Now, after my plea of emails, people have actually decided to email in because I realise that not everybody is on Twitter. Which mm. makes sense, isn't it, really? I mean, the, the I, world... I, only yeah. people understand this. I mean, only people of value are on Twitter. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. You're just alienating everyone that's only emailing. <laughs> We're going to get even more now, though. Uh, so we've had some emails in, some questions, so we're going to kick them off. So thank you very much for emailing in, and you can do podcast at wallsfancast.com if either you're not on Twitter or you feel like you want to express your views in more than 280 characters. First, I just want to say thanks to Austin Knight, an American listener who sent a really nice email in telling us how our podcast has helped him be a Wolves fan. Oh, that's, 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 that's really nice. That's nice. And also, an email from Matt Doherty, I don't think it's the same <laughs> one. Um, he, he's going to Birmingham University, but he's got a place in San Francisco next year, and he wants to find fellow Wolves fans in San Francisco for the year. So if you are of that person... <laughs> Uh, and you live there for some reason, uh, do email us podcast at If Wolves you are that Wolves fan in San <laughs> yeah, Francisco, yeah, yeah. you'll be over one. <laughs> so um, email us podcast at wolvesfancast.com and we'll send you Matt's details over. Now, I'd forgot about this, but on the podcast last week, we did our usual uh, fridge or not fridge debate, hmm. heated debate. Firstly, gentlemen, before I get onto this email, where do you stand it's on... Not a heated debate. <laughs> it, was, it was on the WhatsApp. Yeah, it's it either heated or refrigerated. <laughs> yeah. Where does everyone stand firstly on the notion of... Uh, sources in the fridge or not in the fridge? It's dependent on the source. It's okay. not. It's. I'm it's so passionately not, not in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, 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 no, I, I say that because ketchup's in the cupboard. Yes, of course. Yeah. But other sources. Mayonnaise is the only one but ma- due to its mint, own content. Mint and apple sauce. I, I, I don't nah. have it enough for yeah. it to. Nah. Part of the conversation, <laughs> no. but catch. I yeah, don't, I'm, I'm concerned I, we're talking about it this this much. To be yeah, honest. I just don't know yeah. why you would have. God, you are new to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've done this for the last three yeah, seasons. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. this gets put in so much. Yeah. Uh, so, so the email. So I right at the end we talked about eggs. Whether you put eggs in the fridge or not. Where do people stand firstly on eggs in the fridge or not? Oh, I put them in the fridge. Oh, yeah, they're in the fridge. I yeah, put them yeah. in the fridge, but I don't really. I'm I not know that, why. I'm not passionate about it, you know. I, 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 I'd fight a corner on ketchup, cupboard or fridge. Yeah. Yeah. If, if someone comes to me with a good argument, which fingers crossed they're about to, David, then <laughs> it's going to blow your mind. I'm all ears. Uh, so an email from Ben Gulman who starts off as the football rambles official expert. So I will take mm. that if he's the okay. official one. I feel I'm uniquely qualified to discuss the refrigeration of eggs. Now, bear in mind that I think Alex on the podcast last week said that he has them he has out a, in a basket. He has a basket of eggs. and I mean, I, that's very middle class as well, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's also a lot of eggs. It depends, well, I, I, depends how big the basket is. It's true. It, wasn't Judah on the ENS podcast giving away like a, a, weight, a John Lewis egg holder or something like that? Ooh, wouldn't know. Oh, no, that's a very high price. Could you imagine? Um, so Ben goes on to say, eggs naturally have a coating that keeps our bad things, viruses, bacteria, and can therefore be left out of the fridge. Uh, chicken poop and other nasty things can find their way onto eggshells and care should be taken to remove any of the stuff before the eggs are used. 
That's how we start. Okay. 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 EU food safety <laughs> regulations <laughs> uh, require... I can feel a Brexit debate coming <laughs> along. Uh, require eggs to be unwashed when they are collected, processed and distributed to your grocery store, thus pre- preserving the outer coating and their ability to be left on the counter. However... Here we go. Here we go. In North America, eggs are washed to make them more presentable. Uh, yeah, so forth. Uh, this destroys the coating, making the eggs vulnerable to corruption. If they could be corrupted, that is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be it's sleazy. difficult we to don't... come up with an opinion. <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, as, far as, uh, as far as I'm aware, there is no benefit to keeping EU eggs on the counter. But as a North American resident who grew up with chickens, I just felt wrong to leave home, leave homemade uh, eggs out of the fridge. Putting them all in a single basket, though, is asking for trouble, and that's. I mean, I'd be thinking about it, and to be honest, really shouldn't be. I'd be scared about leaving my eggs outside of the fridge because you're more likely to break them if they're in the fridge. They're secure. Yeah, I, I you think, know. I think Dave hereby revokes the plea for email. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've literally heard that email word for word on the ramble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, I it's mean, not him just to a copy and paste job. He yeah, could have personalised. Yeah, personalised yeah. it a little bit, but. Mm. But I agree. Does do people that have it in a basket? Is it just do you put loose eggs in the fridge, or would you keep it in the tray? Oh, no, keep, it's it, keep it in the the container. It's either in a holder or a, or a yeah. Or because it's either in a cardboard carton, or I think in my fridge it came with like holes. Yeah, but are people just putting loose eggs into a basket? That's what's concerning. I think it. so. Yeah, that's mental. I don't think they're throwing them in. Ben, when <laughs> I was going to say this isn't a visual feature, but does sort of feel like you're just going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but Kobe. But either way, they're going to be clashing, aren't they? I mean, they're not constantly on the move, but I, I, no, it's, I've never thought of it before okay. until now. It's extraordinary. <laughs> I'm not going to do my very middle class um, egg-based joke that I did about a month ago on here because no one got it. Oh yeah, yeah. I think one person on Twitter did like get yeah, it in the end. Yeah, and you had that little connection yeah. with that one person. Follow each other now. <laughs> Uh, another email from Matt Stinson, a bit more serious this time, okay. a bit more oh. related. And this is actually related to something that Gully wrote for Molly Musings a couple of weeks ago mm. on Plan B. Okay, Nice little plug as well. Um, yeah, a little plug there from yeah. Molly Musings. <laughs> uh, hi guys, with it being obvious that Nuno isn't sure of his uh, front men and playing Cav, Jota and Costa, do you think Nuno could change his formation to a 4-2-3-1? Slightly defensive, I know, but I think it would help us going into the Premier League so we've got some protection at the back. He's suggested 4-2-3-1. Ruddy, Doty, Bolly, Cody, Douglas, Nevers and Sace. Then a three of Cav, Jota, Costa, with Jota being the number 10, and a Phoebe up front. What's, uh, well, Gully, I'll go to your thoughts. Sir. I think that's, that's a, for a start, it's a whole lot more adventurous, I'd say, than, than the system that we've got at the moment. I think with the three and then the four sitting relatively deep in front of them, you have a, a real sort of solid base mm. there. With the four-two-three-one, you're generally asking your, your fullbacks to come and support. Our wingers will naturally want to cut inside. They're not proper old-fashioned wingers as, as they would. So fullbacks will be sort of encouraged to go and support on the outside of that. So it, as a defensive setup, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. But as an option to have a bit more possession, perhaps mm. uh, you know, up in the final thirds, you know, be able to play around a little bit more and have. More of a penalty box presence with an actual natural striker there, I think. Then, yeah, it's definitely an option. Yeah, mm. I mean, I like that. I like that idea. I don't know what else thinks. I'm not keen. Um, I was... There's always one. <laughs> yeah, no, no but it's not, Doherty not... never was out. He's looked a lot better. <clears throat> I feel in this formation mm. rather than as an out and out right back in a back four. He he suits being a right wing back. Yeah, where the emphasis maybe isn't 
exclusively on defending. I think because of a lot of teams in this division anyway, they don't play with natural wingers. You don't need an actual fullback, which is why we can sort of go free at the back and they can kind of cover the space. And you've got wingbacks or wide midfielders, whatever you want to describe them as. And it it works. I also think, and I might end up chewing my words on this. I think Cody would probably struggle. Yeah, it negates Cody a lot. Yeah. You know, I think it. He's not a natural centre back as a pair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he'd work, you know, same as like someone like David Luiz. They work perfectly in that central back three. But would he be a bit exposed? Yeah. And will it expose the two in front of them as well? Because they're going to have to do a lot more leg work. Well, the idea of Cody, where he is, is he can pick up the ball and roam forward and play passes. Mm. If he's a part of a central defensive pair and any sort of team are putting, not necessarily two strikers, but two forward players and they're both preoccupied, one of our biggest avenues is instantly cut off then, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I think the other thing as well... The centre-backs that we've got, they look really good in a back three. But if you go back to, you know, Danny Bott in a, in a pairing, you know, it was constantly sort of castigated for some of his mm. performances yeah. in a back four. He looks comfortable in a back three because he's got a, an extra man alongside him. He can yeah. concentrate on just doing a marking I job. I think it's one of those where it that four two three one is sort of thing that works perfectly on FIFA. Yeah, Because yeah. you've got control of them and it doesn't matter, do you know what I mean? But I think in real life, I think they would struggle to yeah. link it all up and I, th- I do think the players that we've got suit the formation that we play yeah. I think you'd you'd have to look it would take a lot m- more changes for that to work especially in the Premier League than simply improving the squad that we've mm. currently got playing the formation I, the shape that we do in terms of changing the formation I could see us playing still sort of Almost like a three-five-two rather than a three-four-three. It's kind of so, how we ended the game on. Yeah. yeah. Saturday. So almost yeah, yeah, you've got yeah, like yeah, an attacking yeah. midfielder and two up front, or something along those lines, and be slightly narrower against bigger and better teams in the Premier League. But I think that's the more likely plan mm. B rather than switching to four at the back because we've we've not done it. Have I, we done it at all? Not. No, the I've, only time I think we Sheffield, might have done it was Sheffield when we went down yeah. to ten men. Yeah. Yeah. Against Sheffield, but that United. was out of and that that's out of emergency, though, isn't it? Yeah. We've not at any point gone out and played for it at the back. No. Uh, well, thanks for your email, Matt. Another one from Anil, who says, "If we got to the Premier League next year, um, if we if you had to take three first team positions at the moment, well, th- 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 well, I'll start that again. So, if you had to replace three positions to strengthen in the squad out of that first eleven where would it be? So you're basically you're getting rid of three of your kind of current first-teamers to strengthen to make it better for next year. Are we keeping lone players? For the sake of this, should we say for the, yes? Yeah, but literally the starting eleven we see now every single week, you've I've got to take three players out for the purposes of strengthening like, them next season. I find these questions so negative. I'd also... Like, we're currently yeah. 11 points clear also, and they're instantly going, which yeah. three do you want to get rid of so we never have to watch <laughs> them play for Wolves again? See, I'm going to double down on that um, and, be like, and say that actually... Because of what position we're in, being championship team, you could argue that every player in that team is replaceable by someone better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, we're, we're, <laughs> I, in terms of sort of first things we need to do when we get to the summer transfer window, mm. I was going to say, whether we go up or not, you know, I think we probably need to upgrade. Oh, pause here because I don't really know. Um, I, I think we'll probably get another defender in. Probably on the right. Yeah, we need a right side. Yeah. yeah. Um, probably another centre midfielder as well. I, I, I like 
say so I know he sort of dropped off the last couple of games and then Dai's come in who's a bit hot and cold so and also I'd say one of the wing backs but at the moment I don't know which one because I, I think I'd suggest Douglas will get found out physically in the Premier League. Yeah, because um, you he, think he's like twenty-eight. Yeah, what? he's also he's, not very fast. He's, he's, just, he's he, earned. He's earned a go though. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is my issue with which three do you replace? Because yeah. you can't. You can't logically mm. say to me that Douglas hasn't played well enough. Because he's that he deserves a go in the. He's been the well, best left back in, in the division. Yeah. yeah. So it, on that basis, I mean, same he as Doty as well. I can't think of it, seeing a better right, right back, yeah. the wing the, back right back in the. There'd league. be a Premier. There'd be Premier League teams that would be looking at Douglas and saying, "We'll give him a go if we yeah. if Wolves yeah, were yeah, to get promoted." Yeah, yeah. Could it be argued that in previous seasons when we have gone up, we've been far too loyal to certain yeah, players yeah, yeah. that have mm. got us promoted? And I think under Nuno, yeah. I think you will see that yeah. ruthlessness. Yeah, yeah. In I the don't summer. feel that this regime are going to be too loyal to people. Yeah. So, in turn, the question then, which um, could be valid, right side centre back, <laughs> yeah, goalkeeper. I yeah. still think goalkeeper. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still think. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. right. even we'll come on to it, but there's still moments where I get a little bit shaky with with Rudder, mm. okay. even though his record's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. But that's, I think Again, it's a lot to do with the team. It's I was going to say, it's like you know, how many shots does he have to save? Yeah, it's like we all agree on sort of a right sided position, which is Ryan Bennett, who's kept 16 clean sheets in 21 games or something, and you go, yeah, he's just not Bolly though, is he? I think that's the only thing you could say about him when you when you've got a player in the same team who's that ridiculously good. You're fighting a losing battle, really. I'd probably say goalkeeper, one centre back, and. Another deep line midfielder. Yeah, to play with Neves. Just yeah. that yeah. extra step up from yeah. what we've already got. Maybe a slightly more dynamic player next to Neves. Mm. Mm. Well, that kind of half answers your question, Neil. We'll say that. <laughs> uh, final email will go to uh, Jamie, who says, if from the bench for the rest of the season, Bonatini only scores one to three goals for the rest of the season. I've just realised Ben's going to love this question as well. Uh, and a phobie scores seven to ten goals. Who would you rather have a sign at the end of the season? Would you rather have the striker who started well or the striker who's finished well, as it I th- were? I think it, a lot depends on how he... I know this, again, isn't answering the question, but it depends on how he links and how a phobia links with the team. If he scores 7-10 to 10 goals but doesn't look that impressive, then... Mm. But people will look, won't see that though. Yeah. They'll see the but seven to ten goals, won't they? Because he could Bonatini, score five penalties. Bonatini still looks good when he doesn't score. I yeah. still think. Yeah. But can you carry a player that hasn't scored in? When the the rest of them are picking up the slack, I guess he can. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure Bonatini's absolute role is goals, just, goals, yeah, goals. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. if it, the thing is, if he'd have started and had I don't know six or seven by Christmas and carried on and scored another three or four mm. in January, and he was sat there on the same goals total, would be going. He's been what a revelation, but because he started so quickly and then he's probably he's had a natural off. sort of. It's not even. It's just a plateau, isn't it? Yeah. His performances haven't necessarily gone down. Yeah. It's just the the goals at the end of it. I think the problem with the questions. Sorry to speak problems in your <laughs> but is that you could court, score seven goals in draws and losses, of course, and yeah. in real yeah, terms, yeah, yeah, yeah. that doesn't that doesn't, doesn't mean anything, anything yeah. at all. Um, whereas Bonatini could score two games, two, two goals, two winners, and you know that that could be the goals that send yeah. us up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's a very contextual answer that you need to provide. Unfortunately, controversial email corner, David. <laughs> <as well. laughs> 
so yeah, there we go. Thanks for the emails. Also, thanks to uh, Tom from the Golden Black uh, YouTube channel for emailing him and saying he's enjoying the show. So, also, thank you, Tom. So, email corner done. Let's go on to the game of the weekend that was Sheffield United and Wolves won 3 0 in a lovely victory on an early evening in Monu. Thanks to goals from Nevers, Jota, and Caballero. We'll talk about the stunning, especially two first goals in the second, gentlemen, but. This was a this was nice to see again, wasn't it? A Wolves dominant performance against you know a good Sheffield United side. Yeah, I think I, I've described Wolves as being box office this season, and it pretty much in everything that we do, whether it's like Nuno getting sent off or anything like that, or how he celebrates. It's you know now we have got like pyrotechnics before a game. It's like <laughs> on Saturday, it was one of those where I know. I've seen Wolves crumble playing at 5.30 on Sky on a Saturday before. And there was something just from walking out where you're like, we're going to kick ass today. And you say from like the minute one, it was like, yeah, this is... It was stunning. That's the only word to describe Mm. Saturday. It was so good. I know people have said it's sort of on a par with that Villa performance. I thought it was just streets ahead. I thought we Mm. were so good. I I struggled to even describe how well we played, particularly in that first half, where it was almost like watching... It was like watching an FA Cup match of a side that are three mm. divisions above the team they're playing. Like Swan- was it Swansea? County, yeah. <laughs> jeez. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. There was yeah. a real sort of big match feel about it. I thought, yeah. you know, yeah. you felt that there was something. You know, once the players come out, the whole show and everything in the build-up to it. One, one of the few teams that had obviously beaten us this season yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that had that sort of element to it. Benikafobi, um sort of returning home. Yeah. There's so many little sort of storylines that you could go on and we just ended up kind of providing the kind of performance that, to match the whole build-up mm, and yeah. it, it turned out to be, you know, just... I mean, I'll, I'll call it probably the best performance of the season. Yeah, I'm struggling oh, to think of one that's yeah, definitely yeah. up there. I, I just think... Potentially, I know there's been a lot of talk about atmosphere and things like that and I think the fact that people went there and it's the first game in a while where there has been that sense of these have beat us. We know that these can actually beat yeah. us. There was a bit of pressure. Yeah, and, to, yeah, and people just... I just felt that that improved the performance yeah. as well. And yeah. it was good to do it on telly because we just... It, the whole country could see how good we were. Yeah, I think, like, maybe because we lost to them before, that kind of gave them that extra bit of motivation as mm. well to really kind of... I know you... I think I said it a couple of weeks ago when we lost to Barnsley. Like any time we've sort of lost or drawn points this season, there's always been that kind of bounce back. Yeah. And I mm. don't think they like the idea of a team getting one over on them. Yeah. So to you know to you know effectively the return leg, so to speak, to kind of dispatch Sheffield United, who have dropped off. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know their early season form was just form from kind of last season, but. And there's also the games in the day, Villa winning as well, Derby winning. Yeah. I know the, the gap had, had tightened a tiny bit, but there was still probably that pressure of the eight, these guys that they're on form now, we need to make sure we get yeah. them as well. A lot of Villa fans have been piping up, sort of, you yeah. know. I mean, they've won sort of, six in a row, I think, yeah. is it? So, yeah. rightfully, they've been in good form, yeah, yeah. but they're almost like sort of tugging at our coattails, saying, hello, we're, we're kind of yeah. here behind you now. So, Well, I know at the start, yeah. at the start of this run, or when... They said that our form was going to collapse. There was a twelve-point gap. They've now won six in a row, and there's a twelve-point gap. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, they've, yeah. they've not yeah. actually done anything yeah. in real terms no, yeah. in that, that time frame. That's a scary thing that you have got teams like Derby as well. They went on a really good, really run. good yeah. run, I mean, and you know, it, it, even if we'd have lost, or you know, even if we lose on Saturday or whatever, we'll still be nine points clear. And you go, well, it's three. 
it is still huge because the chances are we are going to win more games than we are going to draw or lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've lost, is it four games we've lost this season? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And for the, a team to take over, we would need to lose another four and, and those teams win, win every single game. Yeah, 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 yeah. like the, the maths is... It's almost not there, is it? Especially players? when you when you add in the fact of how good this Wolves team is. It's not yeah. like we've stumbled to the position we're in and absolutely hanging on with our yeah. fingernails. And bearing in mind, our bad run was a draw and a defeat. Yeah. Yeah. And a defeat to that, a Premier League team. <laughs> yeah. that, was, yeah. that was it. It was a defeat in the Cup, a, a draw in the league. Away and from a home. Yeah. It, it, um, that's, a, that's been our worst run mm. and a crisis point of the season. How do people, I've seen this over the last couple of days, more on social and, and, and some um, other blogs I've read and, so, and a couple of videos as well. People saying, well, that's it now. We've won the, we've won the league. We're, we're promoted. How do people feel about suggesting it's it's done and just did? Are people, yep, yeah, it, it is actually it is done? Or is there still an element of don't, of, well, don't of, count it yet? Of course, the, you, you still shouldn't count your chickens, but we're now getting to the situation where it's almost becoming it's almost becoming irrational to say that we're not mm. going to get promoted from the position that we're in yeah to say that oh this happened to us in 2001 and 2 I mean with thir- I think we're 13 points better off than that team were mm. at the same point of the mm. season it is becoming to the stage where if you're still saying we're not going to get promoted I feel that you should now have evidence to why yeah. we're not yeah. getting promoted yeah. rather yeah. six we- weeks ago yeah. Someone still would have to say, well, why do you think we can get over the line? Now it's a case of why can't we get over the line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not even if we get promoted, if we finish first. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we are so far ahead of 23 other teams in this division. Like, you look at like when Leicester uh, won the Prem, and like you know, I, I think the points gap was a little bit low at this point, but everyone's going, are they going to hold on? Are they going to? It's yeah. like, well, as we said, we are consistently winning games. It doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. Yeah. You know, we, we say the uh, chances are we're going to need to what lose six, seven games in a row. Sixteen. Mm. You know, you you just don't see it coming yeah. at, the mo- at the moment. You yeah, don't see it happening. Do, you know, I think what was it? I can't remember what points on. I think in theory we need to win about eight, eight more, games. Eight yeah. games yeah. to be to absolutely make sure of it. Yeah. yeah. I think and, the other thing is is that when you watch us, in, even in games we've lost, it's not as if we're like conceding chances. I think there's one game I can remember. Where we've actually been under the cosh, which was Reading away, they mm. really had to pull out a couple of yeah. Yeah. saves. Yeah. Apart from that, I can't remember a team actually being on top of us in a game. Mm. I know they might have Brentford you know, were quite good, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Tidy but away from home, but they weren't. Yeah. They weren't like threatening. Yeah. yeah, and it was early days in the season. Yeah, still, yeah, wasn't of course. It? So that kind of gives you that belief that you know, you know what? Are people really? going to you know, get on top of us and mm. make us lose yeah, games yeah, yeah. through pressure well a huge thing yeah. is the fact that we don't concede goals we, don't, we, yeah, exactly. we just don't yeah. concede mm. which makes even it, chances we don't concede chances no, we don't yeah. at all yeah. it's not like we're you know if we were winning games 3-2 when we were swashbuckling and teams were constantly mm. scoring against us you can stop scoring but if you're organised organisationally sound and you keep the ridiculous amounts of clean sheets that we are it's even more difficult to mm. see I us mean, losing that was sort of a thing when we're in our so-called patchy form over sort of Christmas, and we're just grinding out one-nil wins. Yeah. Say so it's like we weren't playing great, but you get the win. That's yeah, we yeah. got we were getting the win, and we we're getting a clean sheet, and it's a and that was that bad. Yeah, well. it's <laughs> like it's a really crappy phrase, isn't it? But well, you start the game with a point, yeah, and you build on that, and you know it's a a fairly sort of but, English one. But Nuno sort of has just carries well, that, it. Doesn't that's he? what he's always done, though. Yeah, at Porto, I think last year he had something a, like eighteen one-nil wins. Yeah. There was a lot of one-nil victories, mm-hmm. which is what he builds his team on. Which 
it works. Yeah. Let's talk about the goals. And firstly, Nevers is just <sighs> just exquisite, exquisite. Oh, it's just, just so I was good. Right isn't it? behind it, and uh, you know. He, st- he starts the ball so sort of far wide of the post yeah. and then you just see it arcing and, and the keeper just he might as well not have been there yeah, really yeah. it's just you know the dive's there for the camera it, yeah. it makes a good photo but it, it's just so he could have been under it yeah. and he just still yeah, got yeah. exactly got it's, no just incredible. It. it's just incredible that goal I think it's the first time in ages I've properly just gone ballistic controversial opinion do you think Hold the goal on. would have looked better if the keeper would have stood still because I was a little bit annoyed that he even tried to dive. <laughs> That's an argument I've had with a lot of people. Because I think it would have looked way better if he'd have just stood there motionless yeah. as it's arced off the post and then... You can't have everything though, can you? <laughs> no, <laughs> but then there's also the argument, does it look better because it came off the post and went in? Oh, always. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, so perfect. But I'd just like the keeper just to have just been absolutely rooted to the spot as well. But I just, I just remembered. See, see, I, see I, when he received the ball, I just thought, why isn't anyone closing him down? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's, we, that's what happens when you don't I mean, close we, the guy we, down. Like. We're 20 odd games into the season now, <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't matter whether he's 30 yards from his own goal or 30 yards out from the opposition's. If you give him time and space for the ball, yeah. he's going to hurt you. But he's so going to do something. He's scored, <laughs> yeah. he scored four goals this season, all of them have been. Ridiculous. Yeah. At least twenty-five yards. You would have thought someone, maybe because he hasn't scored that many, so people don't really think of it. But it's just, oh, I mean, even so good. Even the one that you, you'd probably say the worst one was that one away at Sheffield Wednesday, which has rolled to him from twenty-five yards. I'd say that's, that's one of my favourites. Yeah, oh, yeah, but, <laughs> but aesthet- aesthetically, you'd probably say that that. <laughs> Because that's all I can do. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm struggling. I'm to the straws, but I'm saying oh, free kick. You know? The free kick was probably the... I'd say so. It, yeah. It's hard to no, but I love me. the Sheffield Wednesday goal, but that's gone in the bottom corner and everything that goes in the top corner looks it's, more impressive. It's like saying, which one of your children do you like the least? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tricky. Yeah. But it was Carol, wasn't it, really? Let's just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Carol? Carol, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm... He's got <laughs> <such good laughs> um, the, the other goal, uh, well, the, the second goal for from Jota, unreal in the sense of the build-up play and the 1-2, the audacity of the 1-2 mm. in the it's box. It's the best goal I've ever seen a Wolves team score. That's better I was than the say, best goal. I was going to say, yeah. I'm going to be controversial say that's a better footballing yeah, from a footballing from a, goal from a hipster's football. point of view I, no, well, just I, from I a think football I laughed when it went in yeah. when that yeah. second one went in I literally lands on my head yeah. like, I yeah. mean, with the Nevis one I, it's going to sound bad but I've seen mediocre players score yeah. similar goals and whether they've meant it or not I've seen enough players like Cutting on their right foot and bend. One I've seen James corner. Scowcroft score a thirty-five yard volley at Wolves. At, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- God, they James can happen. Scott. Oh God! I that name in a while. But that second goal, like I say, I, yeah. I laughed when it went in. There was so. I think I'm, I'm not sure who made the point. Someone made the point that there were so many times within the move that someone could have lost the ball in real time. Yeah. 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 Average players might have lost the ball, or yeah. they would have gone backwards with a pass or something like that. And and you know just. It literally took from when he went out wide to Doherty. He fed it into Costa, and then it was one-two into Jota. One-two, yeah. bang, got it. That's just so beautiful. When, when Jota picks that ball, well, when the ball's rolled to him on the edge of the box, mm-hmm. that is just some of the best football yeah. I've ever seen yeah. Wolves team play. Just those three, those you was it four touches? Thinking of playing a one-two in that time yeah. space in, no, in, no, the, no. in the middle it was of like a five, It was five-side yeah. stuff, wasn't it? Like yeah. where you've only got like free touch for football or you're only allowed to shoot from a certain place yeah, yeah, on the pitch yeah. it's like well how can I get even when he shuffles it back onto his left after yeah. he's had it yeah. back he's unbelievable because the defender him. blocks him off completely like, 
he, he could have had it first time, but oh. the, the fact he rolled it onto his left and just op- like just opened up half of Molyneux, it felt mm. like. I've watched mm. it about 150 times. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure somebody in our little WhatsApp group said that actually Sheffield United, in fairness to them, were actually set up correctly. Yeah, yeah, plenty yeah. of players yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just that, you know, the PWO, of course, just rolled them over. Yeah. But there's not many... There's not many teams that could stop that goal. That's what mm. is so impressive about it. Yeah. Regardless of what defence you're playing against, if you've got players that can play that intricately and that quickly on mm. the edge of the box, because players don't want to make tackles and don't want to lunge in there. Yeah, I, mean, that's not, just, I think one of the reasons I like it as well, because I, I love a team goal, but I also like it coming off the training ground as well. And there's like certain things there, like when Doherty gets the ball on that far side, because he could have gone to Cav, I think it was, yeah, like yeah. near the box, but to sort of fire it across the box and for Jota just to come off his man and get that extra couple of yards it's like oh. you can also see that there's starting to be a little bit of a relationship between Costa and Doty the way that they trust yeah. each yeah, other yeah, to keep because yeah, yeah. they, they swap the ball like sort of two or yeah. three times before it comes across so they're, they're obviously gaining some sort of respect for what Cavan each other Doty can do Doty had a really good relationship yeah, yeah. and it kind of when Costa came in, they just didn't have that same link. Well, I'm sure we'll come yeah. on to it, but he looked as good as I've seen him he since last it. season. Yeah. I thought he was absolutely unbelievable. That I mean, turn on... I was going to say, that oh, little... That turn, was it in the first half? Yeah, yeah, when he got fouled know. after the half. No, not the one on the... the, the, the one in, I was going to say... Which ridiculous <laughs> turn are we talking about? I'm thinking the one basically on the corner of the penalty box, yeah, where well, he's almost running away from goal. And, and then he suddenly turns in. He's like, I'm on about a different one. Second half. Yeah, when he... He's got Talk two, two defenders on the side. I was going to yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Talk us through it. <laughs> oh, he just picks the ball. He's got he's got his back to the defender, and in one little swoop, he just rolls him. Yeah, and then he gets pulled back and fouled. But he looked. I might be even on that. Yeah, I think you're on about one in the first half, first half still. First half. Yeah, yeah. The nutmeg one where he kind of turns on his back. Yeah, he was good at football, which should have been a goal. Really, I think just Cav just kind of missed. He didn't hit it. It was more like he was distracted by how good the turn was, and like instead of shooting, he was just going fair. But he looked, he looked really close to being that player that yeah. destroyed yeah. teams last year which is great to see really it's, well, it's, it's not fantastic. Hurt, is it? <laughs> <laughs> if he suddenly you, becomes you can see that Costa feels like he doesn't have to do everything on his own like yeah. he did after yeah. 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 he's not carrying the ball the distances that he was yeah. he's getting into good positions and it only takes a couple of passes or beating one man for example to, for him to get into a good position and then try and make something which uh, surely makes him a much better player uh, and the final goal then from Cav, a uh, little free kick. Nice to see that it came off Leon Clark, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was just you know it was a, it was a lucky goal in some ways. After that... another decapitation attempt, yeah. awful. I was going to say absolutely yeah. awful. Because <laughs> when you watch it, when you watched it live, it it looked like foot in the face, and I was like, what's going to happen to Jota's face? And then I think it was it his knee. It was like end? his. Was sort of entirely his bottom in, half in, of his leg. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was bad. His body. Yeah. It was lower leg. It's like a clothesline with his leg. Yeah, yeah. 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 But surely, as a, as a goalkeeper, you would... There we go. There we go. <laughs> but surely you would head the ball if you're coming out for that. Yes. Right. That's, well, I think the bounce is just caught, thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I thought the bounce has just completely caught him out. So I think he's come out to try and volley it. And by the time he's actually got there, he's realised it's six foot in the air. Yeah. And he's almost gone for the kick and not recognised it. But yeah. Watching it with a, a non-Wolf supporter... Because after Jota goes down, he then holds his face. Yeah. And someone said, he didn't even kick him in the face, he kicked him in the neck. And I was like, that is good tactics, yeah. Um, let's talk about um, a, de- a re debut, as it were. Benicophobi came on in the second half. What an innovation yeah. for the man. I, I, I think even the, the sort of skeptics about the move felt a bit of a, a tug mm, when, yeah. when they saw him coming back and they saw a player that, that was. 
probably in the mean the last few years we, we haven't had a striker since since apart from Bonatini we mm. haven't had a decent striker no. since he left so but I think he came on what, last 15 minutes yeah I think he brought on Bonatini first didn't he yeah yeah, yeah. And sorry, he trolled the whole of Tottenham <laughs> Molyneux by doing <laughs> yeah, that yeah <laughs> but he, with a phobie he had that chance quite early on where not really a chance but he was really deep and won the ball yeah and he had two chances, especially the header was just so close. And you just thought... I think that tackle was rule number yeah, one of yeah, a returning yeah. debut. Mm, you yeah. have to chase back and tackle someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, just to endear yourself <laughs> to the fans even more. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you get booked, because if you win the tackle, you're yeah. a returning yeah. hero. Yeah. 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 Already. <laughs> but it, for me, I think I had that kind of bit of, oh, you know, is he gonna? he hasn't played much in two years, even though it was in the Premier League. Is he going to have that edge? And I know he just missed the second goal, but I just watched that and thought, yeah, you're going to score goals. Yeah, he looked sharp. I thought he, hmm. he seemed at it. And the the noises coming out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the I was going okay. to yeah, say the Aphobie camp, but it sounds so cliche. So just yeah, his yeah. mouth will do. Yeah, it all it's sounds like West positive. Wing, he's like walking down with loads of advisors. <laughs> yeah, it all sounds. Everything seems quite positive. He yeah. looked, and I thought he did look quite sharp mm. considering the lack of football. And I'm looking for Bonatini as well because he had that chance anyway. He, kind of t- yeah. he kind of turned on a sixpence, didn't he? And just went wide. Yeah. I mean. Uh, it's going to be tough for him because he now has genuine competition. Yeah. Yeah. He's got options though, which we've lacked. Because that front three, you probably have to start that front three again on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So, but then talk about the front three, and we've also talked about kind of creating chances and how we got the depth in squad. He's the three subs. He changed the entire front three. Yeah. yeah. We've got an entire different attacking front three still if look, we need it. Even though it was ten men, they still looked a threat as well. Yeah. I think Bonatini having someone alongside him as an actual striker. Could still work well. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's still can come deep, but we've still got a presence up mm. there. A guy who's looking to go in behind. I think Bonatini played him in on the yeah, one that was yeah. offside, didn't he? So I mean, that's got promise there as well. It's only and it was only a little bit on Gibbs White, but he he's also got that little bit of summit when yeah. he picked the ball he's, up on the corner of the box. And, yeah, and did that execute that bit of skill on. It just looks really yeah. really good. Yeah. I think the thing that kind of sticks with me with um, Gibbs White and to an extent. Ronan and maybe even Bright it's how fearless he is yeah. like it doesn't it doesn't clearly like it doesn't matter to him that he's 18 and he's only played like 6 games he gets really involved whenever yeah, he plays, he's just like, whenever you know, he plays like, yeah. while talking about the big tackle on your debut when he came on yeah, and just, against Stoke I think it was Jonathan was, Walters I think it was, a, it was oh, Glenn so, Johnson something yeah. Yeah, someone, yeah it was Glenn Johnson yeah. he took a heavy touch and he was absolutely steaming into him after about <laughs> 30 seconds of, of what it's was like, his first I remember, sort of, I remember, no, no. Yeah, I remember sort of uh, thinking obviously he's had a bit too much fizzy pop before coming on <laughs> I'm no, not no. a child <laughs> yeah um, do we give Sheffield United any credit especially for the first what 20 minutes because they did really come at Wolves they were very tidy yeah. I think I mean they've got a similar form they play three at the back generally mm. speaking mm-hmm. I think as well which lends itself to kind of being able to do that sort of stuff but they I mean, they're almost a wolf tribute act with, with the ex-players that yeah. they've got going <laughs> yeah. on there. And we've kind of fully dispelled the whole myth about the ex-player curse as well. They're, I mean, they are what they are. They're, they're a League One team who's come up and... Doing well. Uh, they're doing well. They're, you yeah. know, they've got momentum on their side, but you could see the limitations in their yeah. players straight well, away. The contrast between... Because obviously Bonatini and Clark were both scoring regularly at the mm. start of the season... And you can just tell the difference. When Bonatini's not scoring, he's still contributing to the team. Yeah. If Clark's not scoring goals, you might as well not have him on the pitch. Mm, he does yeah. nothing at all. He was, ca- he was captain as well. He was, yeah. yeah. I think Molyneux's kryptonite to him. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just looked so bad again. Hates yeah. playing down here. 
Uh, any other notable performances? Uh, anyone you want to pick out at all? We talked about Costa there, but was anybody else? Or was it just a, a, a general 11 man yeah. or 14 yeah, man? Yeah, I thought on yeah. Alf, yeah. I think Sace can look a little bit pedestrian sort of with his movement and stuff mm. sometimes. And having Alf in there with a bit of physicality, a bit more mobility as well. And he actually started pinging the ball around a bit in the second half mm. when he had a little bit more time on it, which is something we haven't seen from him. So, again, you know, no reason to drop him at all, even though he hasn't been starting games. I think, you know, yeah. he's, he's a shoe in mm. at the moment. Well, but. I think it works better with, with Alf playing at home against mm. teams that are maybe going to sit in a little bit more than away from mm. home. He's going to give out a bit more because, going forward. Because he's, got, he's a little bit more... Like you say, he's a little bit more mobile than size. Mm. Maybe away from home, size keeps the ball a little bit better, so you can rotate yeah. possession. But I think at home, I think you have to you have to play him. But as a team, I just I thought Cavalero again was yeah, yeah. was outstanding. Yeah. But that's that's becoming fro- a you know it's yeah. pretty much a regular. And it's one of those where he's thrived playing on the right wing. He did well kind of last season playing on the left. I'm sure he did well playing on the left, but playing in the centre, yeah, fan- like anywhere. I even, where were each of them playing? Exactly. To be honest, yeah, exactly. yeah, I can't yeah. Even they, tell, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, imagine trying to line up defensively yeah. against them three. You wouldn't. Mm. How do you know? You don't. I mean, it kind of shows you, going back to Sheffield United, but Stearman, I, I didn't re- really recognise him on the pitch at all. Evans. I recognised him as a very average player that he was <laughs> at Wolves, to well, be I th- honest. I thought all yeah. the former players just looked mm. distinctly average footballers. Evans was really trying to make an impression, though, I think. You could see that yeah, in yeah, the way yeah. he played. Yeah. He's a bit of a child, though. Yeah. He, he's like, always When like he booted that, the ball into the family and Chloe, everyone, yeah. everyone enjoyed that. I think. Yeah. Um, who would you go for your working man's man of the match and who do you uh, dock your cap to and give you four points of calling what other beverages are available of course I think I'd go Costa I would second that I yeah, would give I'd it Costa he deserves a bit of recognition yeah I think just because of the sort of the improvement in his performance and he, he was I thought he was the most creative player that mm. we had on the pitch yeah yeah Four stars around for Helder Costa. All in all, with Sheffield United, gentlemen, it was just one of those fantastic games, really. I think this, it was something that you can hopefully, at the end of the season, when hopefully the deed has been done, you can look at some of the key games in the season and you can point to that one as, mm. as one of the many and say, that was one of those nights that we knew it was going to happen. We'll look back at it. It's, it's staying recorded on our Virgin Box, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the it, real quiz. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get it when it comes out on VHS. Uh, right, well, we'll preview the game at the weekend, which is QPR at Molyneux. Uh, QPR 15th in the Championship at the moment with 36 points. They won their last game at home 1-0 against Barnsley. Last time out, it was uh, one of Wolves' rare defeats this season so far with a 2-1 away defeat. Probably one of our worst performances as well. Thoughts on QPR, gentlemen, and also any particular people that we know of who play for QPR who might be a, a threat? I was going to say, with that initial get, that was hands down, I think, our worst performance because we just simply didn't turn up. Mm. I mean, we get, came back into it, didn't we? They scored, then Jot, they had that scored, kind of little good yeah, play with Jota scored, we, or Bonatini. Yeah. And then second off, we were just. Well, then again, we, we, you say we played badly and we still created enough chances yeah. to probably get a draw at least. Yeah. Mm. But I think Loftus Road is one of those places where it's set up for the home team to do yeah. well. Yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> what I, the, I, I remember when um, when it happened, there was um, there's a Twitter page that Wolves Analytics guy retweets um, mm. called um, it's eleven Tegan eleven where they do um, like pass maps. Yes, yeah, for, the, yeah, for, the, yeah. for the for our players and and what I noticed about it was that. Ruben Neves didn't receive a single ball off our defenders. Oh, um, okay. So you can imagine p- cutting off that channel, 
because it's a tighter pitch, yeah, you know, they can yeah, get yeah, around yeah, those yeah. players a lot better and, you know, they cut off a really important way for us to go and start our, get our attacks going and things like that. So, you know, it, it, it kind of lent itself to that kind of result and I can't imagine it being the same at home in real terms. No, I yeah. think we'll probably, playing on a bigger pitch, I think it's going to help us. I, I don't see them pressing us don't, as high. They're going to be a classic team of putting 10 men behind the ball, yeah. aren't they? Surely. Ian Holloway will. Yeah. He likes... You know, being that kind of pantomime villain. That draw, they'll thing. be, they'll, they'll take. If they got a draw, obviously, they'll take it as Quite a right result of the season, wouldn't they? Quite rightly, yeah. so they, yeah. so they should. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. we should. We've got, you know, we've got no given right to say that teams should come and have a go no, at us when they no, come no, to Molyneux. That if they come and get a point, then it's a brilliant result. QPR are one of those teams where, at home, I always, they're just. I don't know what our record actually is, but off the top of my head, it's not great. Mm. Did we lose them last season? I know we Two lost one. Yeah, we lost at home, and, it was, yeah. and it was really weird that they scored randomly. And I remember coming out the going game thinking, "Oh, we we lost that game." Yeah, it yeah. didn't feel like we it lost. Was it was like Akimi kind of let it through. Yeah, yeah. 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 From, what, from what I remember, was it that Idrisilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilicilic
they've just been very badly run or very badly advised. I mean, they've yeah. sort of just yeah, plateaued yeah. to sort of being to where they are now. You don't see them spending millions because they FFP. Yeah, they just they're, they're, they're... <laughs> well, they were the the original kind of yeah FA, FFP people, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, I mean, I think they have actually been sort of so yeah, you know, kind of. But I think that's an example of maybe where these sort of new owners come into clubs and hire a manager like Redknapp, who is then sort of he can take control of the club. Yeah. So he then dictates mm-hmm. what the transfer policy should be and all that. And Fosen have almost taken that out of the equation by yeah. hiring a manager that is sort of linked with them intrinsically as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Because Redknapp has basically just gone and bled him dry, which is exactly the same as Allardyce, for example, is now doing exactly at Everton. Exactly the same that Redknapp did at Birmingham. Of course. And exactly and the same he did at Portsmouth. Because yeah. Allardyce, Allardyce will just run <laughs> Mashiri into the ground yeah. because he'll yeah. just say, There's I need this player, player, I need this yeah. player. Yeah. 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 It's funny, it's funny that. Yeah. Still managed to get jobs though, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not a wheeler dealer. Anyone see the picture, I think it was start this week or at the weekend of the foes and head honchos with Theresa May in China? Yeah, disappointing, man. Um, f- uh, team wise, then do you just keep that that same team that start same starting yeah. eleven? I can't see why you you would change. Would change it. Yeah, like I think the other thing they they play three at the back as well. Uh, um, okay. So you know the the three that we've got up there that can fill those gaps that that are going to sort of mm. appear at some point very nicely. Yeah. So absolutely no no reason no, to change anything not, no. at all. I think yeah. if teams are sort of playing those sort of three centre backs, I think having basically. Are from three are all very mobile and do kind of change position. So it's not like you've got, you know, Bonatini for example, who sort of stays quite centrally, sort of quite outmarked there. He st- he gets lost in the mm. middle of everything. Yeah. yeah. Whereas sort of if they're playing a two, then having that central player, I see kind of working. But a- after a victory like that, and after the win against Ipswich as well, you c- you can't not not change it. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think when we come up against the side that do play three three at the back you just worry for them because all three of them are occupied for 90 minutes yeah. the way that our front three move and then the two wing backs are also going to be pinned back with our wing backs mm. it's I wouldn't like to do it myself it's all setting up for 2 or 1-0 yeah of course <laughs> yeah. so 2-1-2-1-2-1 two, one, two, one, two, one, uh. <laughs> uh, well let's just do predictions then uh, Wednesday night of recording what's your gut tenning year Wolves versus Queen's Park Rangers uh, Rich I'll come to you first I'm going to go for a standard Nuno 2-0 win standard 2-0 goalie um, probably a one nil. I think we're going to nick it. Yeah, it's going to be a hard sort of grind, but we're going to nick it one nil. Yeah. One nil, Ben. Four nil. Four nil. Look at that. He's bold. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go three nil, just so we have a nice. Ooh, so we've got one, one, two, three, four. Clinchy, clinchy. Phobie goal. I think. Oh, yeah. See, I was yeah, think, yeah. see, I was thinking a phobie yeah. for the second one. Yeah, I'm thinking a phobie penalty. All right. Okay. What like fourth pe- fourth goal? Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. thinking a phobie. Overhead. <laughs> okay, let's do a Twitter corner then. Um, your chance to ask us your questions via Twitter at WWC Fancast on Twitter. Firstly, Robbie Tinsley, and I know where Dan in our group asked this question. For the Nuno Had a Dream song, do you say three at the back or five at the back? Thrive. Thrive, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm happy with that. Yeah. I thought it was play out from the back. It's a heated debate at the moment, uh, isn't it? He, what's the, what's, what's on the, the t-shirt? <laughs> well, that's, yeah. if, if someone's gone to the trouble of getting that printed, then... I'm, I'm pretty sure it's on one of them uh, Wolfgang. Yeah, oh, the Wolfgang yeah. t-shirts, yeah. 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 
Um, Someone tell us. I say, speaking of t-shirts, <laughs> yeah. I think we play three at the back, don't we? If you're going to be factually correct. Yeah. If you ask yeah. Nuno, he's happy to say three four three. So yeah. I, I see. We'll go with Nuno's gospel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris Wood, uh, how do you think Wolves TV slash iFollow has expanded Wolves' exposure around the world? I don't think I've really, obviously, not uh, seen as, it. As someone who lives in mainland UK, <laughs> <laughs> um, none. You don't hear much about um, the the Chinese pay-per-views, because it was low last season, and you just thought, yeah. oh no, yeah. what are they watching? But I'm sure that with the performances, they probably would have pushed that secretly again. I, I don't I think, don't know. Wasn't it... Um, Mentioned uh, like a Chinese academy came over here and played a, an under nines game, like millions of people yeah. in China watched it. Was that the one point definitely like doesn't feel like propaganda. No. <laughs> like but if they're watching more than more people are watching that than the first team, then you've got to be a bit yeah. concerned, I guess. Uh, as like Cameron Smith, bacon or sausage sandwich? Ooh, sausage. I feel like you've got to be in the mood for one or the other. Sausage all day, all day, lunch. Breakfast, I think I'll go with bacon, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. I'd, it's tough. It's tough. I'm going to go bacon. Yeah. I'm going to go sausage. Even it out. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, FL Power Rankings uh, saying uh, they, they spend 180, 180, £820 in a private box in the Steve Bull stand for the Forest game and watch one of Wolves' worst performances. What's the biggest waste of money you've ever spent? Uh. Ooh. Wow. Football related. <laughs> I, was say, I, think, I think it can be general. Football related, I'm sure you can put that in. Biggest waste um, of money you've ever spent. Saw, football related, I saw Wolves, Wolves lose 3 0 to Blackburn away, where I think we had one. Shot. I think everyone's got an away day. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, I'm trying to think of something. Day, yeah. I went to yeah. Middlesbrough on the coach a few years back on a, bad. Was it a Tuesday night? And Oof. I. And I got the coat. Arrived at seven forty-two, and by seven forty-seven, we were one 0 down. So that, yeah. that would be up that there. sounds bad. How about university? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's an awkward question, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. you've got to think of the. Per- oh no, no, you've bought it, haven't you? I guess. <laughs> you need more time waste. for these. Yeah, yeah. 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 Could, I've got to go through my. I've got to go through my statements. <laughs> yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could say going out once a weekend and spending <laughs> 80 quid is a, quite a waste of money. Yeah. Um, Jamie Waters, if, when we get promoted, what uh, top Champions League club comes in and poaches Nuno and what manager would you go on go for to carry on Nuno's work? It's another one of them negative questions, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, Christ. It'll be, che- it'll be Chelsea next. Yeah. All right, we'll move on then. Phil <laughs> says, uh, will we do a, a video podcast in full kit at the end of the season? For a podcast party. Your one who's now got video training, Ben. Yeah, he's paying for the full kit. I haven't got a full kit, so I'm not a child. So (laughs) someone wants to buy And it's also very expensive. I was going to say, I mean, I've only got the away kit this season. Yeah, just the away shirt. Someone wants to give us the kits. Have you got the full kit? Socks? No, no, no. Surely we can lobby the top for that. If someone gives us the full kit and somehow does it, we set up a donation for charity. We'll do a podcast in video style. Interesting story, actually. When I went to buy my away shirt, mm. um, I was with my wife. They were printing loads of Enjoy shirts, um, okay. Enjoy number four on the back. And apparently, I think he'd signed, it was just after the deadline day, actually. Um, and apparently, the players have to buy their shirts, um, slightly discounted. Yeah. Um, and he was he bought about 10 to 20 shirts, I think. 
for all of his family to have. <laughs> and I think he's probably had, in the last few years, he's played for Hull, he's played for Sunderland, he's been yeah, at Villarreal, Betis. If he does that every <laughs> single time, <laughs> so it up. he goes to a different club. Well, we're talking like 40 quid a t-shirt. Yeah. Do you think he Even gets rid of the ones that he's... Like get rid of the Hull and Sunderland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them underneath the set. His, his relatives are all are all wearing them, aren't they? <laughs> so they've probably got a right array of shits in their drawers. One shirt for each day of the week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm fancying a whole day today. <laughs> yeah. So you know, if we, people want to um, do it for, pay for us to do it for charity. Yeah. Why not? It's for charity. Would it be socks pulled up, shin pads? I think yeah. It's gonna have to you be gotta be go for the full If, if we go yeah. full kit, then Peter's, nah. Astros, no. total Astros. ninety Astros. <laughs> Um, da, 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 uh, the old golden black saying will there ever be a boy born with a better passing ability than Neves probably depends. <laughs> that's so weird about yeah. <laughs> boy born if you, if you ask... want people alive now can you just say will there be a better passer than Neves will there ever be a boy born if you ask my twin brother he'll probably say he's already been born and it's him but, uh, <laughs> yeah all girl, of course. Oh yeah, all girl, oh, of course. Or gender neutral. Yes. Yeah. Uh, who and also who would win in a fight? <laughs> <It's between> <laughs> <laughs> is that question like office related? Will there ever be a boy born that can swim faster, faster than, than a shark? shark? Is that why it's been phrased like that? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Will there then ever be no. a boy? Uh, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, also, sub question: Who would win in a fight between Bolly and Elakobe? Prime Elakobe. Bolly. I think he's got a better reach. Bolly looks too lazy to no. fight, though, doesn't he? He's just too languid. He's like, you know what? You can have this one. <laughs> but, but I think, <laughs> I think if, if push came to shove, which it would in a fight scenario, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. then I feel like he's in. He's got better are we, reach. I was gonna say, are we talk. Are we thinking I think boxing just jabbed, or like a scrap, a brawl? Because if you're on about, I'm sure if, if it's come up before, if you're on about reach, it'd be like an adult with a child. You put his yeah, hands yeah. up <laughs> his head, and Elikobi be swinging for him and not reaching. Like, I feel I'm like sure. is a lot for show. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't test you wouldn't the say theory that to his face, would you? No, yeah. I don't test the theory myself. Like, I know what you mean. Like Bolly, I reckon Bolly doesn't spend much time in the gym. Nah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, nah, he's he, like, he, like say he, he finishes training. too lazy. <laughs> like, he yeah, finishes like, training. He's asleep by it's like, it's half like, twelve. He like doesn't Wilf- sprint on a football pitch nah. for a start. <laughs> like, it seems like someone like Wilfred Boney, just they are naturally just yeah. absolute tanks. Yeah. Elokobi's doing. A, I get you. What I mean, he's doing a lot to get the definition. Yeah. And. And well done, George. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah. And I'll happily take tips off you. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, final question from Graham Cope, Tim. Team Spears or Team Nash can't stand or can, can you can't stand either of them or do you think they're both top blokes? He personally thinks they're top blokes. I've got no problem with either of Spears or Nash. I've spoken to both of them. Both of them seem like good guys to me. And <laughs> Am I the one that's going to have to side with someone here? <laughs> yeah. The Robbie Keane thing did it for me, I think. Yeah. Uh, We'll go Team Spears. I mean, we, had, we had Spears on podcast last season, didn't we? Because he wanted yeah. to like, have I mean, a taste of a good one, didn't he? So. <laughs> yeah. Had to get some research in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just We've had Tim Nash on before, I think a few years ago as well. Yeah. I just, I think Spears gets a lot of abuse yeah, he does, he yeah. does. for what he does. So I'd, I'd, we're going to give him a few, give him his dues for yeah. the day. We're we'll giving him his Judas for the day. I'm going to say Team Spears. Is that, is that, is that how you pronounce his name properly? <laughs> yeah. Hashtag, hashtag team team H- They're both team teams H- now. H- yeah. <laughs> We're continental now. Yeah. But he's got a good sense of humour, I think, yeah. on Twitter, isn't he? Yeah. So. yeah. I do like when he tweets at the start of games, just like, football has begun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, piggy side. Yeah. It's the new yeah. teen soap opera, isn't it? It's the new Oasis v Blur. <laughs> 
Oh, and that's it, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, uh, Hill and Smith Limited and Opera Creative. Follow us all week on social media for your lols and trolls. So type in Wolves Fancast and you'll probably find us there. And we'll be back next week to look back at that game against QPR. But for this week, everybody, it's bye from Benjamin. Goodbye. Bye from Gully. See ya. Bye from Rich. Ta-ra. It's bye from me. See you next time. renting furniture with feather looks like pieces that fit your style and your space and cost less than your monthly phone bill oh and did we mention delivery and assembly included feather start renting at livefeather.com